0: It is Across the Tracks. Welcome back. Uh, We hope that you've had a uh, restful weekend. I'm I'm glad that you're back. And Wayne and I are here to give you some information and provide you some entertainment if you choose to uh, listen up to us. Well, I'm Steve.
1: And I'm Wayne. And back again for another exciting episode of Across the Tracks. Hope everybody had a fun valentine day weekend and um, some places in the country are freezing i know that's us and you guys are getting snow out there in the midwest so yep it's winter time definitely (laughs) winter is in full effect so across parts of the parts of the country so it's good to be inside where it's nice and toasty man
0: i'm making a pledge wayne that this time (laughs) next year we're going to be doing this podcast, I'm not going to be in Indianapolis. My goal (laughs) is to be in Florida. Florida. Okay. Unless I'm back here for a, a school board meeting. Oh, okay. So my goal, our goal next year is to be in Florida. We got feelers out everywhere. We contacted uh, a, a realtor. Okay. A couple of them. Yeah. So this time next year, man, we're gonna be down in, in the sunshine state.
1: I hear you, man. It's cold. Oh my gosh, it just whew we were negative eleven uh for most of the day today. And I'm like, negative eleven. And gradually warmed up a little bit. It got up to 20 for today. So I hear you, man. Get out in some sunshine. And Florida sounds like a good spot. Good spot.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Yep. That's our goal. So that's where we are, brother.
1: All right. We'll see next year at this time. We'll see. We'll mark it. Boom, right here.
0: (laughs) Florida. Valentine's Valentine's weekend. We're going to be in Florida.
1: Sunny Florida. The sunshine (laughs) state. Absolutely. Sounds like
0: a plan. Yes, sir. All right, my brother, what we got on for tonight's uh,
1: podcast? Well, tonight uh, we've got, um, it seems like every week on the show, we kick off with uh, remembering folks who have passed on. So we got four people we want to talk about this evening. We've also got a a gentleman uh, who is a politician. His goal, once he gets elected, is to abolish black history. So we're (laughs) going to talk about him a little bit. And we're going to talk about uh, the fiasco that was the acquittal this past weekend of the former occupant of the impeachment trial. He was acquitted, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. And then we're going to talk about um, the GOAT discussion uh, now that the Super Bowl is over. Uh the discussion has arisen as um is Tom Brady the GOAT of all team sports. So we want to debate that a little bit and uh give our perspective on that. So that said, <clears throat> let's go ahead and get into this. Yes, sir. Yes, and, sir. Uh, said we want to mention four people that uh have, have left uh, left this earth and are no longer with us. The first person we want to talk about, uh controversial figure uh, in the annals of American history, and that's Larry Flint.
0: Oh, yes, sir. Mr. Flint.
1: Larry Flint. And, um, you know, Larry Flint, um, wow. Uh, Controversial because he basically took on the First Amendment uh, that you know his magazines, uh, Hustler Magazine, which he was the publisher of, and a few other gentlemen's clubs that he owned around the country under the Hustler name and whatnot. But he basically took on the First Amendment and said, you know, he had a right to publish what he wanted in his magazines, show what he wanted in his magazines, and um, he took on the uh, took on. I think he took on the Supreme Court. And uh, and won his case. I think it was dramatized in a movie, The People versus Larry Flint. Yep. Um, uh, with I think Woody Harrelson played. Woody Larry. Harrelson, yes. Yep. Yeah. So um, you know, depending on what you're, you know, how you felt about porn <laughs> <laughs> and whatnot, I mean, I, hey, I, it was it was big business. This was in the '80s, late '70s, '80s, and and Hustler and Playboy. A lot of these magazines they were huge. You know, the internet hadn't exploded yet like it has now uh, right. with the porn industry. So that's what you had. And though his magazines and his clubs, they made him a very, very rich man. So uh, controversial, yes. But, you know, he's he felt he was providing a form of entertainment. And uh, obviously people felt like It was entertainment because, again, he he made a lot of money off. He
0: made a lot of of money, absolutely, off his product. And (laughs) you know know, the thing that he did that was different. I mean, porn has always been around, nudity and films, all that has always been around. Right. And of course, Hugh Hefner, uh, came out with Playboy, and it was you know it was the it was the top of the line as far as nudie magazine because he had interesting articles and so on. He still had, still had nudity, but Larry Flint took it about nine steps further by showing you not just boobs, but he showed you everything (laughs) (laughs) from the, from the rooted to the tootie. (laughs) Yeah. yep, Yep. And we're talking about whole lots of booty. (laughs) Yeah. So, And, and and of course, a lot of people thought that was just kind of raunchy. And, of course, when you try to take something away from people, the more that they're going to look at it.
1: Absolutely.
0: And, you know, you know, as as men growing up, you know, most men have looked at play, Playboy and Hustler and Penthouse and all that kind of stuff, you know. Yep. And he took on a he took on the First Amendment and said, hey, I have the right to do this. So, therefore, I'm going to do it. Absolutely. And so he he uh, he uh, he won his case. And um and you know it's still out there now if you look at the internet. I mean magazines are all gone and you just go on the internet if you want to look at it now anybody and everybody. Yeah. Yep. And so um what, one side story is that a few years ago Lynn and I went out to visit Joy and Sharon in in Vegas. And they took us downtown to uh to um one of the hotels to eat, I forget which one. And so were, everybody was getting their, um, you yeah, know, it was lunch, lunchtime. And Lynn went to get something. I said, I'll hold the tables. And Joey and Sharon went to get something. And they came back and they sat down. And as soon as they sat down, Larry Flint goes right by. Somebody's pushing him in his wheelchair. Oh, really? Oh, wow. And I go, hey, look, look, look. They go, what, what? I said, look, they go, who is it? I said, that's Larry Flint. Wow. And so they go. Well, we didn't see him. I said that was Larry Flint. So he he went right by. You know, wow. he had some some guy pushing him because I think someone tried to assassinate yeah, him. Or somebody shoot him.
1: tried to assassinate him. yep.
0: But he was yep. he was going right through the casino, and right there he was within three feet from me.
1: Wow! Wow! Yeah. So. Wow, that very controversial figure, man. Depending on what your uh, you know how you felt, you know. <laughs> but uh like you say man he he uh he became a rich man off of you know standing up for what he felt the first amendment allowed him to do and uh now i like you say man magazines are pretty much They're toast now. You see you see a few in the stores now, but not like it was back in the day. Yeah, right. Not Like it was back in the day. So, Mr. Larry Flint, um, you know, rest in peace, man. Um, He'll be remembered in the annals of history for uh, for a variety of reasons, you know.
0: Oh, yeah. He's he's always going to be out there.
1: Always, always. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, The next individual I talk about movie movie actor. <clears throat> and I'll throw this one over to you, uh, Christopher Plummer, your thoughts on Christopher Plummer?
0: Well, uh, this is something that I didn't realize is that he was an actor and had uh, play, uh, a Broadway performer and he was the one of the characters in The Sound of Music. Yep. I forget his name because I've never seen The Sound of Music. I, I am not, one of those guys that like to watch musicals. I just don't. You know. <laughs> but I found that out just recently that yep, he was yep. the one of the care I forget his name was in The Sound of Music. And so he's been in in hundreds of films. The latest film that I can I can remember him in is Inside Man. Yep. And he was one of the key characters in there because of You know, Jodie Foster and he had some some Nazi ties and he had stolen some money, diamonds and whatnot and had a lockbox. So it all evolved around this guy breaking into this bank and taking stuff from someone that stole from Jewish people from World War Two. So that's to me, that was his latest, latest film that I definitely recognize him for. But he was um, had the range of everything from. You know, comedies to musicals to uh, dramatic dramatic films. So yep. that was Christopher Christopher Plummer.
1: Yep, yep. I I'm like you, man. I'm not a big um, musical person. Uh, I never have been. Uh, I I just can't get into it, man. I, <laughs> yeah. I uh I I fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> musicals. Uh I mean, you know, I've never watched uh again like you, I have never watched The Sound of Music. Uh I've never watched West Side Story in its entirety. Yeah, me either. Uh I I just can't get into musicals. Um and uh like you say, man, he had a wide range. Um you know, with Within his craft, I also saw him in a in a movie. I don't know if you get, get it got a chance to check it out. It was in twenty nineteen. It was a, it was a murder mystery type movie. It's called Knives Out. I don't know. Mm, if no, know. I hadn't seen that one. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Daniel Craig, uh, James Bond is in it. He's in it, and it's a murder mystery type thing. It's really good, man. I watched I it on airplane. I think-
0: I think I have seen it, but I saw it maybe back in 2019. Yeah. I'm just gonna have to re, re re see that again. I'm gonna have to watch it again just yeah. to to see it because I yeah. think I remember it when you said "Knives Out." That brought up a, yeah. a little thing there.
1: Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Daniel Craig. I mean, it's a it's a star-studded cast in this movie. And it's it's sort of like a, a mystery of whodunit type thing. Oh yeah, really sort, of
0: like yeah sort of like Agatha Christie. Yeah,
1: sort of like that. Yes, yeah. Yes. Really good, really good. And uh, I'm like, I watched it on a plane. I was traveling somewhere and watched it on a plane. I'm like, oh man, this is good. So, and now I think it's on Amazon Prime. You can watch it on Amazon Prime.
0: Okay.
1: But uh, again, wide range, man, and in a lot of uh, a lot of. Uh, uh, movies, films, plays, but he's best known uh, for his role in The Sound of Music. So, you know, rest in peace, uh, Mr. Christopher Plummer.
0: Yes, sir. Rest in power.
1: Yes. Uh, the next uh, individual I want to talk about um, is a jazz musician. Um, I listen to some of his stuff, I'm al- although I'm not a pure jazz enthusiast, um, but I view this gentleman as maybe not... In the vein of Coltrane and and all those people, Chick Corea passed uh, this week. And uh, if you listen to a lot of his music, I mean, I consider him maybe more in the in the fusion vein of jazz. Yes, uh, more the jazz fusion type uh, artist uh, in the line of Herbie Hancock and uh, those folks, you know. But he passed this week. Uh, but man, a towering figure in the jazz world. Uh, best known for, uh, he and his group returned to forever, um, put out some, some great music, um, over, over the time, uh, that he was here with us and, you know, good music never, never fades, man. If it's good, it's going to stand the test of time. So, that's, that's um, true. and yep, yep. You, any, any thoughts on Chick Corea? you Are you a listener of, of, of his music? or
0: I listened to some of it, you know, yeah. because, because of the nature of it, the, the fusion of it. And he was, right. I mean, he started with Miles Davis. Right, right. So that that gives you some idea of his funk, you yeah. know. And, and, you know, some people either love Miles or some people don't like Miles. But Miles in his later, latter years was a Miles that I could understand and I kind of dug, right? Right, right and his early part it was you know experimenting with notes and doing stuff like that and Chick Corea Chick Corea was his keyboard man yep yep so he in his early years went along with Miles Miles Davis and so the fusion type stuff that Miles Davis was putting out there Chick Corea kind of went along with that and then later on he found his own he found his own you know his own style and it more uh gravitated towards the herbie hancock and so on you know when you start when you start thinking about you know herbie hancock's uh, stuff so yeah he 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 made most of his uh his hits later past the miles davis era and he is also you know he was you know a top latin uh, yep, Latin absolutely. performer as well, and yep. won you know many Grammys. Many Grammys, uh, yep. and in his in his time, um, being in in the music industry.
1: Yep, yep, absolutely, yep, yep. Rest in peace. Rest in power. Rest in power. Chick Corea. Yep. All right. Well, this last a lady, and we say lady, and we 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 say that with the utmost respect. Uh, Mary Wilson. Uh, co-founder or founder. I, I say she's a founder. She was a founder of probably one of the greatest girl groups in the history of music. Um, that is the Supremes. Mary Wilson passed uh, this this week, uh, last week. And uh, man, um, what can you say about Mary Wilson that probably hasn't been said? Uh, you know, uh, I'll let you kick it off.
0: Well, there's... M- as you mentioned, there's not much you can say. You just say <laughs> the Supre- you just say the Supremes. Yeah. And before Diana Ross became the quote unquote lead singer of the Supremes, Mary Wilson was, you know, she was the leading voice of the Supremes. Yep. She was yep. the one. She was the catalyst of yep. the Supreme. You know, going back to Hitsville and Detroit and so on. But then again, uh, Diana Ross, you know became the the spokesperson the face of the Supremes and Mary Wilson kind of took a a back seat to it yeah uh kind of like um when James Brown became the voice of um his genre you know Bobby Bird you know he (laughs) he was the leader of the band and he decided that hey I'm going to ride this guy's coattail. He's he's the face. And I'm going to sit back in the background and go, yeah, <laughs> you know, whatever yep. <laughs> he says. That's that's the same equation with Mary Wilson and the Supremes. Other than, you know, dynamic ladies that sold millions of records, you know, throughout the world. And the, the very, very first big female group. You know, there were the Anderson sisters in the 40s and so on. There were a lot of other people, but no one did it like the Supremes and Motown because Motown itself opened up the world to urban music, to black folks music and so on. of course, a decade prior to that, black folks music or race music wasn't even supposed to be played on the radio yep so you know she was part of this dynamic group then you know she's um uh, one of the the top leaders. what are your thoughts oh man um
1: yeah and like you say man the the supremes were they were that they were supreme <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah um i don't know at at the time you know motown was was the it was the, the voice of black America at that time in the 60s. You know, Motown was it. And the acts that were coming out of Detroit at that time. Oh, my. I mean, were incredible. They 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 were they are the soundtrack, I think, of uh, not just black America, but I think Motown was the soundtrack of America. Of America. Of America with with the groups that were coming out of there, the songs that were coming out. Um, you know, the Supremes, um, you know, three girls from the projects there in, uh, in Detroit. And like you say, it was, it was these three young ladies and, you know, Mary Wilson was the, the voice at the time, but Diana Ross, uh, you know, came to the forefront and then, you know, she became the the lead vocalist and it became Diana Ross and the Supremes. But but Mary Wilson uh, was a key member of that group, key, um, you know, key member for their success and everything. And And she did tremendous work. Once the Supremes sort of faded, she continued a solo career and did a lot of great work you know, outside of music uh, to, you know, to philanthropy and that type of thing. So, but, uh, you know, the Motown sound is, 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 it's the soundtrack of America and the yeah. Supremes were a big part of that. So I, uh, I, it's, you know, you hate to hear again, man, it's one of these one of those things where it's people we we grew up listening to, you know. Right. We, we grew up listening to the Supremes and the Four Tops and the, you know, all those great Motown groups, Smokey Robinson, the Miracles, uh, you know, the, the temptations. temptations,
0: Jackie oh, Wilson,
1: Lee, Sam Cooke, Sam Cook. and the, and the thing that made the Supremes uh, and I was when when I heard that Mary Wilson had passed that um, you know, I, I like digging into the nuances of the music and whatnot. The Supremes, you know, they, they, they had some minor hits, whatnot, but it wasn't until Barry Gordy brought in Holland, Dozier and Holland. <laughs> yep. When he brought in Holland, Dozier and Holland and they wrote a lot of those catchy tunes to give the Supremes then things start exploding. And you think of the, the writers that they had at Motown at the time writing all those great songs. I mean, wow.
0: Norman Whitman.
1: Yeah. Amazing. Uh, yeah. All all those great writers, Smokey Robinson. I mean, Smokey Robinson wrote tons of songs yeah. for Motown that a lot of people don't realize. Yeah. But when once the once Barry Gordy brought in Holland Dozier and Holland, and had him writing songs for the Supremes. Boom, things exploded. So, yeah. So yeah, we will. Uh, we will never forget Mary Wilson. Uh, rest in peace. Rest in power. Most definitely, rest in power. Yeah. Uh, she, I think, is uh, she's rock royalty. He, she yep. is pop music royalty, and I think that's the way she should be remembered. You mentioned um, when we were talking about Mary Wilson. You mentioned. Um, James Brown and how Bobby Bird was, was the face of, you know, the famous flames and all with right. And then James Brown, we can well, I think we, we, a few weeks or maybe a couple of weeks ago, uh, Danny Ray and a lot of people may not know who Danny Ray was, but if you ever saw James Brown perform, whether it was on TV or if you got a chance to see him live, There was always a part in James Brown's show to where the music would just overcome him so much and he'd have to leave the stage and this guy would run out and throw his cape on him. Yep, <laughs> and and start escorting him off stage, and then James would kick the cape off. Well, <laughs> Danny Ray was that guy. He was yeah. he was the cape cape man, as they call. <laughs>
0: yeah, yep.
1: He, he passed away a couple of weeks ago. So okay, okay, he passed away a couple of weeks ago. Man, Danny Ray, he was the MC yep. uh, for for the show, and he was called the Cape Man. He was the guy that came out and threw the cape on the godfather.
0: You know, it's it's amazing that you say that because James Brown, he did that, you know, and he would, I forget the, the song that he would always, please, 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 please. <laughs> <laughs> he would yep. always do that. Please, please, please. Yeah. And, then, and he, he would, he would, he would get emotional. Of course, the people were screaming. Oh, yeah. He would the, get oh, emotional and fall that? down. Yeah. And then, you know. He would have his head shaking. Of course, he sweated like a pig all the time, anyway. <laughs> and then, and then Danny Ray would come over and throw his cape on him, cape and on. pat, pat him on the back. Yeah, he would start walking off the stage, <laughs> you know. And then suddenly, it's like the spirit hit him again. That's and right. He would shuffle those feet. That's throw right. Throw that cape back off. Go yeah. grab the mic and hit the next, hit the next stanza. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> That was it,
0: man.
1: Yeah, That was it. That was it. But you we
0: know to that. Did, that. You, did you ever see the um, documentary called uh, Mister Dynamite? I did. I did. Yeah, that's a good one. That is and a good one. Yeah. A few weeks ago, I went back and watched the um, the uh, Funk Brothers. Uh, yes. Yes. I went yeah. back and watched that again. So that was the that was the Funk Brothers. Was the band Motown band? Yep. The, yep. studio band.
1: Yep. They came up with the Motown sound. (laughs) You know, they, they produced the Motown sound, the Funk Brothers, man. Yeah. Standing in the Shadows of Motown. That, that is an awesome series. And, um, you mentioned, uh, Mr. Dynamite. That's another great one, but I had an opportunity, man, about, about a year before James Brown died, he performed here at the Air Force Academy. (laughs) He put on a show at the Air Force Academy And me and my neighbor, we got tickets. We were sitting right down front. Hmm. Right. I mean, literally right down front, man. And he was 73 or something then, man. He put on a hell of a show, man, for about two hours. Yeah. I mean, the man was amazing, man, and and to see him live, and it, it, my man was there. He he did his please, please, <laughs> thing. And my man came out to put the cape on and everything. But James Brown was a, a dynamic performer, man, dynamic. Yeah. And uh, and and again, you look at what Barry Gordy did at Motown. Not only did he have talented songwriters, musicians, he had. Those acts polished, man. They were yep. polished, yep. and so w- when you saw a Motown review, uh, you were going to get your money's worth uh, because of the poise and the and the the, the showmanship. The showmanship of, of of that of the of the bands and the groups. I mean, it was amazing, and the Supremes are right up there with them, man. Right. I mean, three. I mean, it was it was amazing. So it's
0: it's like it's like going to an HBCU and watching the bands play. Yes except this these were uh, artists that were performing you know mm-hmm. they all had their designated steps and they all had rhythm they rarely ever messed up you know and I mean they had drama behind the scenes of course oh that's always right, gonna happen right, right but when they performed they perform man and the other thing that goes along with this story Wayne is that um, the about a week or so ago I watched one night in Miami yes and you know the uh, that's an awesome movie it is and and uh i can't think of the guy's name who played jackie wilson who played
1: uh leslie odom jr
0: leslie odom jr yeah he had a he had a hell of he did a hell of a job singing playing jackie (laughs) wilson and this is one thing that i really like about apple music whatever it is man you can get it and just like that. As soon yeah. as I listen as soon as I listened to um or watched the um one night in Miami, I downloaded Jackie uh not Jackie Wilson, Sam Cook's music. Yep. yep. Right then and there. And then yep. it made then it made me think about Jackie Wilson. Yep. I down I downloaded Jackie Wilson's stuff and then anything I didn't have by the Supremes, I just threw that in my playlist man it's yeah. I mean I probably got a playlist of about seven or eight thousand and probably half of them comes from Apple music because I'll hear something yeah you know I was I was over at the weight room today and a guy was playing some um, Tom Petty <laughs> and I had my phone with me and I went okay I forgot about you know and I just hit the thing and recorded it and threw it in my, I've got a country pop playlist. Right, right. I, I, I threw it right into my country pop playlist right then and there, man. <laughs> yeah,
1: yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I do the same thing, man. I I, I keep, uh, when Tom Petty passed, I, I love Tom Petty's music, man. I, 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 I had pretty much all the stuff anyway, but I said, let me make sure I got, you know, the major stuff. And I was yeah. like, there were one or two tracks. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Yep. But um, but again, we've talked about this before many times, man. We listen to any and everything, and <laughs> yeah. uh, it it it's made us who we are, you know, well well rounded and whatnot. And uh, that you're right, man. That one night in Miami, um, Leslie Odom Jr. I, I, if you you have a lot of his stuff, man, download a lot of his stuff. Yep. Uh, but he played Sam Cook, man, and he he did a great job. the 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 acapella version he did of a change is gonna come at the mm-hmm. end. Whoa, yep. man, he blew the roof off of that. <laughs>
0: that
1: that song, man, is um, ooh, it, it that's a tough song to sing, and not everybody can do it. Right, but he did a hell of a job on that song. And uh, the only other person besides Sam Cook that I've heard sing that song is SEAL. SEAL does a good job with it. So if, okay. you, if you're out there, download SEAL's version of a Change is going to come. It's pretty good, too.
0: Okay. okay.
1: It's pretty good, too. So, again, rest in peace, rest in power, Miss Mary Wilson, Mary founder Wilson. of the Supremes, Supremes. Uh, one of the premier Motown acts. So, we want to remember okay. her. Yeah, premier act. So.
0: All right, all right, all right. Hey, all I right. Got a, I've got a transition for us, man. Transition
1: us, my friend. This,
0: this came up uh, this week, and that is there were, I think, three or four girls that became Eagle Scouts. Did you hear about this?
1: I missed that. I did not hear Yeah, about and
0: that. they became Eagle Scouts. And, of course, you know, wow. Eagle Scouts go with the boys. Right. And uh, back in 2018, the Boy Scouts allowed girls to join the Boy Scouts. And so there are three or four Eagle Scouts, And the first black Eagle Scout is a girl by the name, young lady by the name of Kendall Jackson. And she's from Gary, Indiana. And she, it took her two years to get her uh, Eagle Scout. And you have to be, you have to get it before you either 18 or 19. Okay. And so she made it within a few months. And I think her mom was like a a scout person or aunt was like a scout, uh, Scout Master or something like that and so these young women are starting to get in their Eagle Scouts now and she wow. was the, the first uh, uh, black uh, lady to uh, get her get her Eagle Scout That is I mean, awesome. you know that's that's kind of throwing things off a little bit but I thought I'd mention that as a transition or segue wow, that, into that that is awesome man you know I mean you know just think about the Boy Scouts when we were calling in the Boy Scouts part of the Panther unit, you know. Uh, it was, it was different, you know, it was just for boys. But now that all these things have changed and the boy scouts have, has literally, uh, gone bankrupt. Yep. So they have to figure out ways of, uh, getting their membership up. And if it's all about scouting, whether you male or female now, it's just, it's, it's the scouts. Yep.
1: I amazing. That is, that is awesome, man. That yep. is awesome. Fantastic. Yes. Yep, 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 All right. Yep. So uh, this this next topic, man, it just it hurts my heart.
0: <laughs> it
1: hurts my heart, man. This brother, man, uh, he has decided he is going to run for the governor of Michigan against the current governor, Gretchen Whitmer. And his name is Austin, I think it's Austin Cheng, Changi or Ching, I think it's how he may pronounce it. The last name is spelled C-H-E-N-G-E, Austin mm-hmm. Ching. He's a black Republican. He's decided he's going to run for governor against uh, Governor Whitmer. And that's fine and dandy, you know, he's an he's a army vet. Uh, his parents immigrated. Um, over here, I think, uh, from maybe Nigeria or one of the African, mm-hmm. uh Greece, not immigrated. And that's fine and dandy, man. You know, uh, you, you're, your parents here to give you a good life, better life, whatnot. But what irritates me about this dude is if he gets elected, he has already said he is going to abolish black history month <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to declare it American history month. So I'll let you, I'll let, I'll get your thoughts on it. I'll let you kick it off. I mean, (laughs) what do you think of that idea?
0: First of all, (laughs) when you look at American history, 99% of it is American history without black folks in it. Right. And so, you know, he's trying to, he's trying to gain the malicious vote up in Michigan. He's trying to gain white folks votes up in Michigan. And he's trying to make it, you know, generic. We shouldn't have a Black History Month. We shouldn't have anything that designates one group over another and so on. Well, guess what? If if we thought that way back in the 1860s, there wouldn't have been a civil war. Because we would still right now be working down. I I would still be working down in on the plantations of Louisiana. (laughs) Okay, Uh, we wouldn't have the civil rights movement that happened in the 50s and 60s. Why? Because there were some people that said that you can't do what we can do because you are subservient. You can't eat at the lunch counter. You can't ride in the front of the bus. You can't vote. You can't do all these things that are given to us because the Constitution in 1787 says that you were three-fifths of a person and you didn't have the right to vote. So that's the history that he wants to erase. You know, he, he thinks he's got a good idea of saying that, there's just going to be American history. Well, guess what? Every time that you pass under or go through a red light and that thing changes, there's a black man that did that, Garrett Morgan. Yeah. Yeah, he did that. Garrett Morgan, so, yeah. So think about all the car crashes that happened. Yep. Okay? So you can't say that other other than that, then there would be anything that would give black folks any say in anything. Right. You know, yeah. we're we're in the middle of, of Black History Month. The federal government didn't designate Black History Month for us. They didn't say that. No, we had to do that ourselves. Just right. like voting rights. We had to get out and 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 struggle and for ourselves because the majority wasn't going to give us anything. Okay. They wanted to keep us back on the plantation. And by him coming up and saying that we're, we're going to get rid of Black History Month, you know, I know he came, his parents came from someplace else. But, you know, jumping into the way, jumping into the pool with Republicans in Michigan and so on, just in general, just in general, you know, you may gain you some votes, but I don't know, brother, man, no. he he hasn't he hasn't felt that he hasn't felt what we felt. I don't no, think No, because
1: one you're, 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 you're African. Okay. You're coming over here to America, you know, trying to insert yourself into the black experience in this country. That's, that's not your realm per se. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you you I mean, they're, they're all, but you will always find one of us, who will say, see, see what I'm doing for you, boss? I'm, 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 gonna get rid of this Black History Month for you, boss. You know, I mean, that's what this is, man. The, the, the old Negro that would do anything to coddle favor with people. That's what this guy reminds me of. Yeah. And so somebody put him on the spot, like, oh, if you're gonna get a, get rid of Black History Month, you're gonna abolish all the rest of the months too. Women History Month, Native American History Month, Asian Pacific Island, you're gonna get rid of those too. He yeah. didn't have an answer, so you you you're just so dead against getting rid of Black History Month, you know yep. I, I so this dude is whacked out. I agree with you, he's trying to curry favor with people that he thinks are gonna put him in a better position um to do whatever I don't know, but um dude, you're you're way off base, you're way off base,
0: you know. You know, there's one thing that he is doing. He is giving himself a name in in the yeah. uh, Republican Party. Absolutely. Because, Absolutely. you know, when you have a few flies in the sugar bowl, you know, people are going to notice that.
1: Absolutely. You know, so. Uh, yeah. yeah. He, 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 I guarantee you people are like, oh, this Chang dude out in Michigan, let's keep our eye on him. We can use him. Yeah. <laughs> we can use him. You, you know? said and the right thing. Use he said him. the right thing. They, 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 we can use this guy. And he be dumb enough to say, "Yeah, boss, what you need? I, I can, yeah, I can get rid of that Black History Month for you." <laughs> <laughs> you know, so uh, he just disgusts me, man. I, I don't get it, man. He, he, you know, he reminds me to. Uh, I don't know if you heard today, um, our our dear friend, Mister Tim Scott, the senator from South Carolina, some of his comments. Yeah, You know, that I think he was on one of the one of the new Fox News or somewhere, how he, how he had taken off his coat and his tie. And he rolled up his sleeve thinking he was going to have to fight his way out of the Capitol the day the rioters came.
0: <laughs> yeah. <You know. laughs>
1: but, but I don't blame the current, the previous occupant. I don't blame him. And people are like, well, who the hell are you blamed? If you don't blame him, who do you blame for sending these people here and you in here ready to throw down possibly? Who do you blame?
0: Yeah.
1: And he's another one, man. He's another one that's like, dude, what is what is wrong with you, man? I I like to ask some of these misguided black folks, what is wrong with you that you are going to side with people who you damn well know don't give a rat's ass about you? All they want to do is use you. And that's it. And and these people continually kowtow to these people, man. I don't get it. I don't get it. He's another one. Yep. He's another one,
0: man. Yep, yep,
1: yep. You yep. know? So that's probably a good point to segue uh, to uh, what we saw this weekend, you know, that uh, the previous occupant, he escapes again. <laughs> he <laughs> escapes again. And uh, what, whatever you may feel about it, it's like, come on, man! If, if you can't if you can't convict this guy for inciting a riot, then I, I don't know what this country stands for anymore. I truly do not, man. And it's disheartening, it's depressing that we can't get people with with moral fiber to stand up and do what's right. right. I don't get right. it. I don't get it. And our lovely senator from our home state, <laughs> I, I heard, I'm like, what the
0: hell is he saying? I'm like, I mean, what? Oh, my gosh. I mean, how, how hypocritical can you be? Yeah. I mean, is, yeah. everybody's saying that, you know, he's going to, he seems like he was going to vote to find him guilty. And then he gets up, you know, after Afterwards, you know, and does his, you know, well, <laughs> oh, you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And he will <laughs> riot. Um, <laughs> he, he's going to be just He's oh, going to hold all. And he, he's going to be found with not, not yet. But, you know. What a dumb son of a bitch. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. Get it. How can yeah. you say he's not guilty and then go up and says that, well, he did everything he was supposed to do. Right. right. Well, and, and then he goes, Well, he's not, is, is, he's not, he can't be impeached because he's a private citizen. Well, guess what? Who made him a private citizen? Right. Your dumbass. Right. Because yeah. the articles of impeachment, he was he the current the past, the past occupant was president when yep. the impeachment articles were written. Yep. And then you, Mr. Shucking and Jiving, Mr. I can't sound like you got shit in your mouth, um, <laughs> then you say, Well, we're not going to have. We're, we're, I, right. we're, we're not going to have the impeachment until January the 19th. And then he says, yep. we're, gonna, we're not going to hold it until January the 19th. Yep. And so next day he's gone. Yep. And yep. then he says that you can't impeach somebody because he's out of office. Right. Well, guess what? he He's just looking out for himself. That's it. He's That's a minority it. leader. That's he's it. a minority leader, and he's looking out how he can keep his power. That's yeah. all he's all about. He yeah. doesn't give a shit about any of those guys. So yeah. everything that he said about the past occupant is total bullshit, yep,
1: yep. I, I was like, "I can't believe this man. i I walked in, and uh, my wife was watching it in the other room, and I walked in. And I'm like, what is he saying? And you know, yeah, he did it. Unequivocally he did it. It's his fault. It's his fault. And then he's like, but you know what? He's out of office. <laughs> and I'm like, man, you are you are you are one of these people that talk out of both sides of their neck. And I love it, man. Nancy Pelosi, she shut his ass down. She said it exactly. She's like, we're in this position because you, because of you. Yep. You didn't want to call the Senate back into session. Chamber. Session. Yep. You didn't want to call the Senate back into session. So you let this dude get off. It's on you. So all of them, in my view, they all got blood on their hands, man. Five people killed, numerous people <clears> wounded. <throat> and you can't stand up and do the right thing and say, you know what? This this guy is bad. I mean, all y'all running for your lives, but you can't you can't do the right thing. So it's concerning, man, because I don't know where the hell we're headed or what, what what, we're up against, because if you can't get people to stand up for nothing, I
0: don't I don't know, man.
1: I truly don't.
0: Well, let's look at it this way. I don't want to hear any of them complaining or bitching and moaning that somewhere down the line, some Democratic president is uh, yeah. impeached. And then all the Democrats, you know, do what they just did, and regardless of what they said, they vote them down because you yeah. set the precedent. Yep, the you precedent know.
1: has been set. And,
0: and, and it was it was four days or three days of testimony giving specifics. Yeah, specifics about what this character did, yep. and then you got uh, slap dicks like lindsey graham saying that i'm tired of hearing this and josh hawley who they never paid they've already had their mind up that they are going to uh, vote vote this uh, not guilty and not even listen to the evidence right not even listen to it they just made their minds up because they are afraid of a punk (laughs) yeah that guy is a Punk yeah and they are afraid of him and they've got no balls. I don't understand why. <laughs> I we said this probably over the past two years. We've said this a hundred times. If you shut him down, he's got nothing for you. Nope. You nope. can you can get upon your merry way. Yeah. Ted Ted Cruz, maybe you can run for president in 2024, but guess what? You ain't going to get that now because his dumb ass, who probably won't run for president, is just going to say, I'm going to run for president. I want right. you guys to give me money so that's that I right. can pay for all these lawsuits that that's that's, right. that, that's sticking that's right. up my behind right now. Yep. And so you're falling back into that trap. He's talked about your wife. He's talked about your <laughs> daddy. He's talked about you like a dog. And yep. you're still sucking him. I mean, he's sucking up to him.
1: Yep. It's like what I might...
0: It's like, what are these
1: people afraid of? And I told my wife, you know, I always can come up with a good analogy, man. And my analogy, I've used this in another state, but my analogy is from a soldier story. <laughs> my analogy is from a soldier story. And the scene in Soldier Story where Denzel's character, Peterson, the Sarge is on Peterson. He's calling Peterson a Geechee and all kind of stuff.
0: And Peterson's
1: <laughs> like, Okay, I I'll fight you. I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna have to shut you down. I gotta fight you. And all the other guys saying, Nah man, Pete, you can't fight him. Can he's fight he's him. the Sarge. Can and you he's like some got to fight this dude. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yep. that's what's going that's what needs to happen yeah. here. Yep. Somebody needs to say, Man, I gotta fight this dude. Yep. I'm not afraid of this guy. But they're all they're all scared, shaking in their boots of this guy. And like you say, he's a punk ass. <laughs> what are you afraid of this guy for? Yep. You know, and uh, they 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 need to watch Soldier Story and get like Peterson, and uh, and go fight the Sarge. Yep. And you know, the, he might fight you dirty a little bit. But I can you <laughs> once 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 you fight the Sarge once that once somebody takes him on and show like I ain't afraid of you, man. You ain't nothing. And then it might get some resemblance of what the Republican party was. Maybe yeah. that will come back because right now it is, it is atrocious, man. What the, it's, pro- dead.
0: It's, it's, dead. it's dead. It's
1: dead. It's dead. And you got crazy ass people like this guy. He wants to abolish black history. You got Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's a QAnon supporter, Lauren Brobert. She's another one. Holly, all these people, man, they're freaking crazy. And don't care nothing about governing. They do not want to govern. So uh, we're we're in desperate times. Well, we're in desperate times.
0: The one thing that um, you know, when this all came about this weekend or Saturday, when they uh, made their vote, I think it was Saturday. Um, and I mean, it ended. I mean, the the past occupants' defense. You know his attorneys were terrible, and they gave their arguments for two and a half hours because they already knew how they were gonna vote so right. I mean no witnesses being called and all that and the and the you know Republicans were going to uh, you know uh, put in a bunch of nonsense you know and and they tried to do the old, you know, well, let's look at all you guys saying fight. Right. You know, when Black Lives Matter did that, and which is totally bogus. Black Lives Matter didn't storm the Capitol and tried to overthrow the government. You know, they're pissed off at black folks being killed out there in the streets. And then it was some of the uh, Oath Keepers. It was the Proud Boys. They were the ones that was doing the damage, starting fires and stuff uh, amongst Black Lives Matter. So they make them look bad. Yeah, You know, so... Yeah. As far as as far as that goes, the Republican Party is 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 gone. And at this point, uh, Joe Biden, who's kind of stayed above the fray, which he probably should have done that, you know, and he's going to try to push through his stuff, you know, right or wrong. If they go through this reconciliation thing, you don't need those damn Republicans. You don't need them because that's what they did, that they've done it. Time absolutely. and time again, so absolutely. Why shouldn't why shouldn't they go ahead and do that? If it's good for you, damn it, we're going to use it too. Right, right. We're going to play dirty for once. Yeah.
1: They have nothing to say, and so I mean, he said, "Hey, I'm willing to work with you if you're if you're willing to work with me, I'm willing to work with you." But I'm about getting help for the American people, and I be, I, right. I truly believe that's he he is going to do that, come hell or high water. And so he's like, hey, if, if the Republicans want to join us, hey, great. But if not, we prepared to go it alone. And I think that's what you're going to see here uh, with reconciliation. He's he's going to pass the COVID relief bill as he wants it to be. And I think the $15 minimum wage will come out of it. But the rest of it, I think they're going to do it with with Democratic support. Screw the Republicans, man.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: They, they don't care, man. They don't care about nothing except a retaining power. That's it. Yeah. That's it. So um, it's done. It's over. Uh, The previous occupant got acquitted. But I hope that Georgia, I hope that New York, I hope that um, Pennsylvania, all these other states that got lawsuits pending out here for him, somebody's going to get his behind. Somebody's going to get him. And I think Georgia has probably a good shot uh with him calling got you on tape, asking this guy to find you eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty votes, got you on tape, I think Georgia may have a good chance to 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 bring something down on this clown, so i- I hope that happens, but he's he ain't out of the woods yet, he's not nah. out of the woods yet no no, no, not nope. out of the woods yet,
0: not at all, not at all,
1: so we'll leave it at that. And uh, our last topic for the evening, this is going to be a lively debate, uh, not just amongst you and I, but probably if people listen to this particular episode, they may want to weigh in on it as well. So we, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: we, we, we welcome that. So if you do, feel free. The issue is uh, the GOAT status, the GOAT, greatest of all time. And so we had a Super Bowl here last week. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers won that Super Bowl. Tom Brady garnered his seventh Super Bowl. And right away the talk was, is he the goat of not just, you know, football, but is he the goat of all team sports? And I'm like, ah, hold it, hold it. No, I can't I can't give that up. Uh <laughs> I, I I can't go that route to say he is the goat of all team sports. Um so um if, if I was gonna say if I was gonna pick somebody to be the goat of all team sports I would probably throw a line maybe over to Bill Russell I would consider Bill Russell maybe because of what Bill Russell had to do and and when he had to do it uh, I would probably put Kareem in that debate um, you know there's a lot of people besides Brady that I would put into that debate but to say he's the greatest of all teams
0: time of all team sports?
1: No.
0: No, 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 Your no, no. He's the greatest of professional football.
1: Yeah.
0: That's it. Yeah, I'll
1: give seven, him
0: that. Seven Super Bowls, you know, or actually ten Super Bowls, won seven of them. Yeah. And I will. I will give him that. But the greatest of all times, no. Yeah. I mean, you can throw in other people. I know you mentioned Kareem. You mentioned Bill Russell, who had 11... NBA, 11, cha- 11, 11 NBA, championships. NBA championships, uh, Kareem had six or seven.
1: Yeah. He had five, five
0: with, with the Lakers, Lakers and one and with, one the, with Milwaukee the Milwaukee
1: Bucks. Bucks. Yeah.
0: And so he would be in there. Of course, Michael Jordan would be in there. Yeah. Uh, as far as baseball goes, uh, to me, Willie Mays would be in there. Yeah. Um, uh, not Barry Bond, but Bobby Bonds would Bobby be in Bob. there. Yeah. Um, uh, Wayne, Derek Jeter, Wayne Barry Gretzky, Jeter, Wayne Gretzky. Um, I mean, uh, of course, an international oh, Pelé, Pelé, yes, Pelé would be in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, there's a bunch, uh, there uh a lot oh of my people. God, uh, a lot of people, Ali. um,
1: well, if you say team sports, they, they were talking team yeah, yeah, teams.
0: Yeah, yeah, team sports, team sports.
1: So, yeah. but but if on an international level, you mentioned Pe- Pele. Pele, yep. And then uh, I, I would, uh, there was a guy who played international basketball. His name was Oscar Smith. Um, he, Oscar Smith was, he was like the Jordan of, of European basketball. European basketball. <laughs> I mean, okay. he was the Jordan of European basketball. Um, so people are they want to give they want to give everything to Brady and I'm just I respect you I respect what you've done man but to say you're it of all team sports come on no
0: yeah no 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 well, no, no if he if he was the greatest he should have kept his ass in uh, New England right right and it right. made them win made See, them win right it, it's it's not i shouldn't say it's not fair you can't justify him being the greatest when he chose the team that he was going to. Right. He right. chose the team that had one of the best defenses. Right. He chose the team that had the best receivers. And then he brought Gronkowski out of retirement yep. Yep. <laughs> to go with that team. Yeah, And then, I mean, he's a good quarterback. Yep. I mean, the rules have literally made the quarterback position untouchable. Absolutely. You can tackle him, but you can't you can't you can't accidentally hit him in the helmet, you can't accidentally hit him in the face. You nope. can't do any of that. You can't slam him to the ground. You can't put <laughs> your full you cannot put your full body weight on the quarterbacks anymore. So if you're tackling him, you have to fall down and then you have to stick your hands arms out so that you don't put your full body weight on
1: yep. it. Yep,
0: yep. I mean, yep. come on.
1: Yep. Yeah, No, it's, it's, yeah, that, that was, yeah, if if you're, if you're that great, then you take where you are and you, you find a way to make that team win. You try to make a, make that team better, but no, he, he left New England, man. And, uh, you know, yeah, you give the dude his props, you give him his props, but again, look at the situation you walk into. And, th- and that's what a lot of these guys want these days man they, right. they want the tailor-made situation to where the odds are if you stack the team yeah the odds are we're going to win the championship yeah and to me not, none of the, some none of the guys we've named previously would do that I don't I don't Bill Russell wouldn't do that he well, wasn't gonna stack the Celtics so that they were going to win those 11 rings that that was hard ass work winning those 11 rings back in the day
0: yeah
1: Gretzky Gretzky played for the Houston Oilers I think his whole career you know and he is considered probably the greatest hockey player of all time yeah. you know he but he played for the Kings oh yeah Kings the, Kings the LA Kings LA Kings that's right it,
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: and the, and the Houston Oilers uh, well, Edmonton Oilers. Edmonton Oilers. Ed- Edmonton Oilers. Right. But Gretzky wasn't out there trying to stack the squad so that he, he could like, oh, so I can win this Stanley Cup. I mean, Jordan toiled for the Bulls for how many years?
0: Yeah, before he before got his he first. Outside.
1: Yeah, before they got their first championship. He didn't bail on the Bulls or let, 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 you know, let, let, let me go get Charles. Let me go get Isaiah. He wasn't going to get Isaiah. But, you know, he wasn't going to go round up guys to come play with him. Yeah. But these days, that's the easiest way to a championship is to stack the odds in your favor that you're going to win. So, you know, Tampa Bay, yeah, they won it. Uh, Brady's the GOAT, like you say, of, of football. But of the all-time in team sports, no way. No way. Can't can't give that up. Yep. Can't do it.
0: Yep, yep, yep. I agree 100% on that, brother.
1: Yeah, can't do it. So, yeah,
0: I mean, I knew – I mean, I've watched every Super Bowl. There's been 55. I've watched all of them. Yeah. And then that morning I had heard, because I hadn't really watched most of it those two weeks prior to, yeah. and I heard that Kansas City's two offensive tackles were out. Yeah. I went, they're done. They're not going to yeah. win. Yeah. Because Tampa Bay's defense, their defensive ends and they're, they're in their front four, they're just too tough. And those, yeah. with those two first, I mean, they're top. Alignment uh, out, Mahomes is going to be running for his life, and that's what happened.
1: Yep, he was running for his life all day long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, I had never seen. I mean, he scrambles a lot, but he was running for his life that day. Yeah. And,
0: and and Kansas just, City's defense wasn't has never been that good. No. They just outscored everybody.
1: Yep, yep.
0: So yep. when you can't score, and yep. you can't keep them from scoring, you're going to lose. Yep. So, See, bottom hey, line.
1: They won. And uh, you know, Brady's got he's got the record. He's won more Super Bowls than than a lot of the franchises themselves have won. Yeah. So yeah, we'll give him that. He he is the GOAT of football. But uh nah I can't I can't say of of all team sports. No 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 no
0: no we need I, I would actually clarify that he he is of quarterbacks, he's the greatest of all yes. time. Quarterback as far yeah. as all football. Yeah. No way. Yeah. In order to be the goat, you have to do more than one thing. You have to be a receiver and return punch. You have right. to be on the kickoff team as a defender. Right. You have to do more than one thing. Right. in in in, in your in your area. That is so a
1: good analogy. Yes. The
0: people, the people that return punts and also are receivers, they got dual roles. Yeah those are the, those are the greatest people in in football as far as i i can see
1: yeah 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 and and team sports i mean you know it's 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 you know team sport you know when you think of a team sport there's there's usually that one superstar player that people zero in on and uh but you know again um uh, I I don't know man it's it's a lot of people I'm not it's not Brady but I'm not saying who it is there are a lot of worthy candidates Yeah <laughs> to say they're the goat of of the, who's the goat of all T sport there's a lot of worthy candidates Yeah and uh you know man will that will I don't think that will ever be definitively decided that this person is the ultimate in team sports. I don't think it'll ever be decided. I
0: mean, I mean really, in order to figure it out, you got to go back to the 30s and 40s. Yes. And because those guys played both ways. Right. You know, right. they played offense, they played defense. You know, they yep. were quarterback and they were defensive yep. backs or they were yep. linemen and they played on the kickoff team and they played on the punt yep. return team. Those were the guys that and did that. If you want to, if you want to, um, a book that you want to read. I don't know if you've read it before. It's by Sal. I think it's by Sally Jenkins. Yeah. It's it's called the real all Americans. Yeah. Have you read that? I haven't, I haven't read it. That's, that's about the, um, Native Americans that were taught how to play football.
1: Hmm.
0: And they went, they barnstormed all over the country Wow. Playing different teams, and uh, they were first coached by Pop Warner. Okay. And okay. so some of the best, top football coaches in the early era uh, coached these Native Americans. As a matter of fact, Jim Thorpe. Yep. Played for this group, yep. and and they played out of Canton, Ohio, and they played yep. at different places, and the the best. It's a great book, and and okay. they're talking about these Native Americans being the real all Americans, okay? Because uh, it it follows one kid who is sent from the reservation east to become Americanized, because that's what they did, right? Right, right. And so it goes over and talks about football and how that type of football. You know, the Ford Pass, they think that Nuke Rockne invented the yeah, Ford Pass?
1: Rock- yeah, yeah.
0: He did not. It was Native Americans that invented the Ford Pass, and Newt Rockne took their idea and brought it to Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> okay? And, and and this group of Native Americans actually played the uh, um, West Point. Okay. So, <laughs> imagine, you got cowboys and indians you got the the army versus the native americans wow think about you know sitting bull think about custer's last stand think about the pride it was to play against the army Absolutely. and what one, one of the players on the army was a guy by the name of eisenhower
1: yeah
0: and the native americans knocked his ass out <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: It was but, a grudge match. <laughs> yeah. But you, um, you know, you mentioned talking about the greatest of all teams. What? Jim Thorpe. Jim Thorpe. Jim Thorpe. <laughs> Jim Thorpe, he returned punts. He played defense. He played offense. He played quarterback. I mean, he did it all. And I, he was thought, an
0: Olympian.
1: He was an Olympian. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's who would get my vote. <laughs> Team sports, Jim Thorpe. You know, and if you ever have you ever seen the black and white movie? Have you ever seen that movie? Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, man, great movie. That's that's who would get my vote, Jim Thorpe. Yep. yep. <laughs> that's who would get my vote.
0: So,
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll have to check that out, man. I'm always yeah. looking for some good historical information. It's a,
0: it's a great book, and there's a lot of Indiana history. Like, yeah. you know, Pop Warner came to Franklin, Indiana, and coached there for some time, man. A lot of those players. That played on that team, they became coaches and, and came to the Midwest and coach football. Wow! And brought it up. Newt Rockney learned from them. Wow!
1: Wow! Amazing! Yep. Amazing stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Very good. All right.
0: That's All right, where we'll.
1: That's where we'll uh, wrap it up for tonight with that debate. And again, if you have a thought about the goat status. Hit us up. You know, uh, we're going to continue to uh, say it like we see it. That's our prerogative, as Bobby Brown says. So <laughs> yep. uh, we're, we're going to keep it keep it real. So um, that's all I've got for tonight, my friend. Um, it's been been lively debate. Yeah,
0: it's been and a couple of weeks since we've been out here. It so has. We brought
1: it back. It has, yeah, it has been a couple of weeks. We took a couple of weeks off. And uh, here we are. We're halfway through Black History Month. And, um, I've, I haven't been following a lot of things. I, I've been tuning into, uh, um, I tune into, uh, you listen to Joe Madison, right? The black Eagle. Yep. Thank you. So he's been having on his two minutes of black history, uh, with Henry Louis Gates, Dr. Henry Mm -hmm. Louis Gates, pretty, it's very informative, very informative. And so, um, we're going to keep trucking on. Um, I want to throw out something to you, man. I'm reading a great book now, a great book. It's called Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man, mm-hmm. and uh, it's by Emmanuel Acho, who's to play in the NFL. Man, that is a great book. That is a great book. If you, if you, Man, deep. It's a deep book, and he brings out a lot of good stuff, man, and, and it's basically people are asking him questions. And yep. He's answering them, you know, yep. but it's a great, it's a great book. It's a great book. That so. was
0: on one of the uh, TV shows that he that it was um, promoted. Yes. Yeah. And I forget which one it was. Um, uh, I forget which one it was, but yeah, that's one I'm going to look into yeah. for sure.
1: Yeah. It is a great book. So yeah. Uncomfortable conversations with a black man. Yep. <laughs>
0: All right, my friend. Uh, how, we're going to wrap it up. Yeah. How many people yeah. have had those? Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> not quite a not few. Not many. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know we we've been having them at work, and um, you know we we've had a little discussions on race and whatnot, and you can tell, man, the room gets a little quiet. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the room gets a little quiet and everything, and it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, here we are. So, <laughs> yeah these needs, needs to be had some yes, conversations sir. definitely need to be had so as uh as they say we're gonna wrap it up and uh hit us up let us know if you'd like what we're saying what we're doing or if you'd like to be a guest let us know and uh in the words of the great king t'challa i will say wakanda forever
0: and in the old italian proverbs dopo. we'll catch you later And like three strikes, we're out. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of the individuals and do not reflect on the official policies or positions of any government or corporation.